Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dawson's Darlings. Today, we're going to be discussing Season 4, Episode 18, Eastern Standard Time. Now, is that my time or your time? No, it's my time. Wait, it's 10 o'clock your time. My yeah. time is 1 o'clock. Okay. Eastern time. Oh, okay. <laughs> my time. <laughs> the HBO Max episode summary says, Senior Ditch Day sends Dawson and Gretchen on a road trip to Maine. Jen takes Joey to New York for a showdown with her dad. This episode first aired April 18th in the year 2001, written by Jonathan Caston and directed by David Grossman. Here's what immediately stuck out to me in this episode. Let's hear it. I, f- I feel like you know what I'm going to say. Well, I don't know. You thought it was authentic. <laughs> Man, the talk about University of New York really just felt so real. <laughs> no, um, just, you know, as an East Coaster, someone who lived in New Jersey during 9-11, I feel like this might have been one of the last TV shows that portrayed the World Trade Center before it went down. I mean, it had to have been within the year of September 11th. It was pretty jarring. It was, right? I mean, you see it often, especially in, you know, reruns of Friends or, quite frankly, any show that was based in New York City pre-2001 always showed pictures of the World Trade Center. But for some reason, I guess watching it for the first time, knowing how close it was to September of 2001, I was like, oh, it feels weird. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I'm trying to find. It's like it's such a difficult thing to Google. Last, there's a lot of like shots of the World Trade Center were removed. That was a thing. Yeah, it was pretty jarring. They were just like, here it is. Because April, so they must have. They must have filmed it probably in January, February. I would say late March. It's not snowing. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm too used to that streaming sketch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I was in eighth grade when 9-11 happened and I had a really cool or what I thought was cool for 2001 um, graphic t-shirt that had the skyline of New York City on it. And it was like, it was so cool. It was kind of like graffiti and like it was nighttime skyline and it was at the World Trade Center. Yeah, no, I was cool. And then after 9-11, my mom was like, you can't wear that shirt anymore. And I was so devastated. But then I was like, you know what, mom? Thank you so much for not letting me wear that shirt. <laughs> I was like, man, that shirt was so cool. I can't wear it anymore. She was like, absolutely not. Definitely and, and not. We probably threw it away or something. You were in eighth grade? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I was a senior in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Neat. <laughs> Very cool vibes. So now that we bummed everyone out by immediately talking about (laughs) 9-11. Cold open. Upstairs in his bedroom, Dawson and Gretchen are playing Life. They're like literally on the bed playing a board game. And it's not even Monops. You're going to (laughs) play a board game, play Monops. Abolish the trail system, baby. Oh, my God. Moving on. played Monopoly the other day and lost so hard, so embarrassingly terribly. You got to the end of Monopoly? We decided that the game was over. And one of us had gotten out and it was like, you could technically sell all your stuff if you wanted to. But by that point, it was like, well, yeah, 
that's how all games of Monopoly end because it's too long of a game and everyone's just like, are we done? I love it. Done now? (laughs) I love Monopoly. Anyway, so they're playing playing the game life. I'm actually surprisingly good at the game of life, not the... Not life, yeah. No. (laughs) Same. Yeah, I always really loved life because it made me feel better. Because I was like, oh, I have control over a career and my salary? Okay. That's ex- I have a salary? What? Um, Dawson tells Gretchen that he's thinking about Joey. She's headed off on a road trip to New York with Jen. And it, for some reason, Dawson is kind of like in his head about it. It's weird. Why is he like jealous? I don't know. Dawson's weird this episode, I gotta say. Yeah. He's a little manic. That's an excellent way to describe it. Because he's like, hey, Gretch, let's go on a road trip and just like see what happens. He's not that <laughs> chill about it. <laughs> he's not that relaxed. He's like, he is. He has a manic energy. So yeah. they are, um, they're talking about senior ditch day. Gretchen tells Dawson how for her senior ditch day, they didn't have any like plans. So her friends just got in the car, drove all night, drove all day, drove to the Virginia state line got out of the car, looked around, and drove home. That is the most classic Kim move possible. Yeah, it does sound so, like something you would do. Absolutely. In a heartbeat. As, he was, as she was saying, I was like, maybe I'll do this. Oh, my God. Did you ever participate in Ditch Day? No. My friends were... I obviously was not friends with seniors. They were too cool. But what about when you were a senior? <laughs> okay. <laughs> What, break the rules? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Are you out of your mind? I don't think that we really had like a ditch day. Uh, like like uh, um, everyone knew about a ditch day that I remember. Gotcha. Yeah. Did you? We had a ditch day, but I wasn't allowed to ditch because I played on the softball team. And ditch mm. day was obviously in the spring. So we were, th- it was, we were threatened. And if we were told if we ditched school, we weren't allowed to uh, play in the game. Oh, we shoot. Would get, we would get in trouble because we Was were representing it? the team and the school. Well, of course. You're a leader. Yeah. Softball. That's like the girls version of baseball. Um, uh, some call it that, but, you know, it's really just so much easier and it uh, doesn't require as much skill. That's why it's for girls. Oh, gotcha. You know what I, I hated even making that joke. I, yeah, it sucked. You know what I taught <laughs> um, my little buddy yesterday? But how to throw underhand so that she could throw goldfish in my mouth. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I could catch them. <laughs> Very cool vibes. Yeah. Uncle Tim is here. <laughs> so Dawson off Gretchen being like, yeah, we just kind of went and did our own thing. That's we get this like weird Dawson manic energy. He's like, you know what? We got to get out of here. We got to go do this. Let's go right now. We're going to drive. We're not going to think about it. Um, we're just going to go. And then he tells Gretchen, don't you feel it? The absolute urgency of this moment. He's like, I don't know. She's like, bitch, I am 21 years old. I have done this. Don't, where are all your friends? They're ditching. Why didn't you go with them? He's got an older lady in his life. Yeah. He likes the cougs. <laughs> um, so once again, we've got a, an episode where no storylines really connect. Um, so we'll do it piece by piece and we'll start with the two lightest storylines because really this episode is about Joey and Jen. This episode oh, is about sure. Jen. Thank fucking yeah. God. Um, <laughs> for once, for once, but I feel like it's maybe easier to go through. Okay. We'll start with, we'll start with Dawson and Gretchen. 
You like I, how I did that as if um, I just came up with this idea just now on the spot? Yes. You're so good at being spontaneous. Hey, here's an idea. Let's do Gretchen first. Just, you know, spitball in here. <laughs> Take it really good. That's how great of a producer she is. Oh, <laughs> uh, are you done with the nails? I'm done with my left hand. Wow. I'm going to a concert tonight. So I was like, you know what? Spurse them up. What are you going to go see? Lizzo, bitch. <laughs> oh, shoot. She's going to bring that flu? Eh, 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 eh. Yeah. Cool. That's going to be yeah. fucking awesome. I know. I'm so excited. Yeah. Wow. This is the last episode pre you seeing Lizzo. You're going to be such a better person. Yeah, no, because I'm well, a pretty shitty on, let me, person. Let me amend this. Let me amend this. <laughs> um, Finally. <laughs> nope, you already said it, Kim. You already said no, it. No, no. <laughs> no, no uh, impossible to improve on perfection. However, will be interesting to see what you are like after being in the same airspace as Lizzo. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to cry. Okay, Dawson and Gretchen. Um, right, yes. They are on their little road trip. Um, as they're driving immediately, we are introduced to their road trip by a flat tire in the middle of nowhere. And they don't have a spare because Dawson gave it to someone who needed it. Yeah. Way to try to save the cat guys. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Now that's an interesting phrase. I just made it up. Oh my God. It's cool. I like it. Thank you. Welcome. Um, (laughs) They, uh, they walk through a very small, empty town and head to Irv's Garage. It's like the only place uh, to get a new tire for the Jeep. Irv is open and Irv has a tire, but he only has one car. Uh, his truck, Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I know. Um, she's taken ill. So Dawson's like, listen, I'll, for the tire, in exchange for the tire, I will help you fix your car. You can bring the tire out to my car because it's six miles away. Uh, so Dawson's going to help him fix a car. Gretchen goes to get some food. It's like a nothing storyline. Yeah, it's dumb. Gretchen has so much patience in this story. <laughs> She's like, you know what? You help this old strange man fix his car named Eleanor Roosevelt. I'm fucking hungry and I'm going to go get us some food, okay? I'm gay. And then she like <laughs> deals with the bitchiest over-the-counter server known to man for no reason. And she's still chill about it. She's like, you know what? I'll go fuck myself, but give me whatever you have. Roast beef, cold, great. I'm on a spontaneous <laughs> road trip with my young boyfriend. <laughs> you know? Spot on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm waiting for Gretchen to, like, fucking break finally. I am. Um, yeah, the waitress is, like, salty for no reason. I really thought it was yeah. going to be like, well, we don't like outsiders here or like non-locals yeah, this was like no. No, i'm just a dick she's like we don't have a chicken salad it's like what are you fucking mind why did you ask that okay didn't know you felt that beef. way about beef <laughs> <laughs> um and then uh she they spend all morning fixing the trucks she gets the food Irv starts driving Dawson and Gretchen back. They're having a nice little moment. And Gretchen's like, hey, how much is this going to cost? Dawson's like, oh, my God, Gretchen, that's really rude. And Irv's like, no, it's fine. Um, it's this much money. It's like 100 bucks. Dawson's like, yeah, no, I don't. Dawson, Dawson, Dawson. 
he thought that this was just going to be done out of the kindness of Earl's heart. So Earth? Sweet. Oh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I think his name should have been Earl. Oh, that would have been nice. And it's more nurturing. Um, no, but Irv is just like, no, you don't have money. And then he drops them off at the side of the road. <laughs> like, see ya. <laughs> what a life lesson. You wanted a life lesson, Dawson? Here it is. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so now they're back on the side of the road. It's dark. And Dawson's like trying to think of ways to get money and, and get this, uh, this truck on the road again. And Gretchen's like, listen, I, I really enjoy your present. And we're being very cute and flirty, but if you don't get this car moving, you're not going to get this dinner that I brought you, which was lunch apparently, but now it's dinner now. Yeah. Boy, hasn't eaten. He hasn't eaten his cold roast beef. Yeah. Well, as it goes colder. <laughs> Freezing beef. <laughs> you feel good about that? No, not really. Hey, you look like you liked it. I thought it was going to be better. I liked it. But as it was coming out of my mouth, I was like, this is a weird thing to say. <laughs> um, and then uh, Act 4, finally, after giving up on the car for the night, Gretchen and Dawson make a very romantic fire. And they start, like, kissing and making out. And uh, before it can go any further, because Dawson's like, do you want to? Like, it, it is a romantic, heating up mackin. Isn't and, that romantic? Uh, they're stranded on the side of the road. They're by in the, the dirt. Water. There's a fire. Okay. Who among us has never thought the most romantic place to have sex is on the beach next to a fire with bugs, <laughs> sand, and all of the crevasses? Um, I don't know, man. Dawson's really trying to hit it right here. Yeah. Interesting timing. Um, Not last week when they were sitting by a fire watching a movie. When his parents weren't home and he was very upset that she just had. She deigned to bring a toothbrush. And there she. And now Not they're stranded. A toothbrush. Yeah. An actual toothbrush. Now they're stranded on the side of the road. And he's like, you know what turns me on? Us. Uh, <laughs> the 90s country song. <laughs> yeah. Nothing turns me on like me on us. Like us. <laughs> TM, 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 TM. Uh, you can buy that mug soon. Um, so, <laughs> turns me on like us. Oh my God. Someone would buy that. That feels like a, a country. That feels like that's, that's what's going to make us go viral. Oh my God. <laughs> Finally. Um, so uh, Dawson, Gretchen's like, hey, why are you in such a YOLO mood. He tells her that... <laughs> yeah. She says YOLO. It's the first time. Um, wow. She said, he tells her that he's in love with her. He's let go of Joey and he doesn't know why they're waiting to have sex. And then on that, we like fade out to a different scene with the Jen and Joey storyline and come back to Gretchen saying that she also loves Dawson, but they're not going to have sex right now because when they do, she wants it to be about them, not about Dawson trying to prove something to himself. Um, it's probably still going to be about Dawson trying to prove something to himself at that point too. But you know what, Gretch? Good on you for having willpower. Yeah. And that's the storyline of that episode right. for them. So they don't have sex and we didn't spend 14 episodes talking about it. Yes, thank God. Although we almost did. Uh, and then we'll go to Pacey and Drew. 
I don't like them hanging out. I'll say it. No. Nothing good can come of this. We've got Pacey not partaking in Senior Ditch Day because he has tests. And uh, Drew is not partaking because he's not allowed to ditch. So if he doesn't show up, he will straight up bail out of high school. And Drew is such a low life. But Drew being Drew, he asks Pacey if after his test and after Pacey's test and their attendance is marked for the day, does he want to still ditch school? Pacey's like, eh. no, no, thank you. And then Drew, I did not understand this line at all. He, uh, he just goes, I don't know, makes me wonder. What's Joey getting up to in New York City today? Yeah, like, what do you think she's doing? Stop trying to be a troublemaker. I don't get it. Well, we all know that Drew has the hots for JoJo. But then were he trying? I don't know. It's weird. Is he trying to break them up then? I guess maybe. Does he think that'll work? Is he stupid? He's stupid. Then it's test time. And Pacey is the only senior in his class. But he's not the only student in the class. So I think he's in a... Junior's math class, which is fine. It's totally fine. I had freshmen in my math class. Oh, I think I was in the freshman math when I graduated. Okay. Just want to be honest. But look at you now. I have mastered all of science. <laughs> <laughs> Every piece of it. <laughs> uh, God. <laughs> And then uh, at lunch, while he's sitting alone and hearing everyone talk about how easy this test or quiz or whatever was, Pacey looks over and sees Drew and he's like, yeah, man, fuck it. I'll ditch school with you. I know because Drew gives him the look like, you know what I mean, man? Like, we can go. We could kiss a little bit if you want. That's the look he's given. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we've got it all wrong. That's true. Maybe Drew has the hots for Pacey. Why don't you open up your mind a little bit, dude? Stop being so homophobic. So the boys head to a shitty bar with fake IDs. Um, Drew's like, listen, it's fine. He's got his fake ID. Nobody cares. And he's made it very clear. Like, nobody cares. Then um, he starts the party. Mid middle of the day. I cannot imagine it's any later than 11 o'clock in the morning. It's maybe noon. Maybe noon. They're doing three rounds of tequila shots. (laughs) That's a lot of tequila. That's so much tequila. Shots. That's a lot even for Meredith Grey. Crossover. Oh. <laughs> victory sip. You love a little victory sip. Uh, what are you drinking out of that victory sip today? Uh, just, you know, good old H2O. Got to really hydrate uh-huh. before Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you sweating out of your eyeballs. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so they, uh, they start taking the shots. Drew took him there because this part, again, I don't care. I, I don't, not that I don't care. Sorry. I don't get his motivation. Drew's like, I brought you here because it's in the eye line of the Cape Side Community College, which is where you're going. First of all, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with going to community college. Yeah. Save some money. Yeah. Second of all, what is Drew's motivation? Now is he trying to like motivate Pacey? I think he's trying to sabotage Joey and Pacey. This has to do with Joey's in some way, shape, or form. Well, he's terrible at it. Well, no one said he was great at it. That's fair. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) You're right. Uh, Then they're playing poker and they're drunk. And now we've got, I guess, the owner coming around trying to, like, call them out on their fake IDs. This is... 
It's I so like nobody weird. gave any thought to these, the Dawson and the Pacey storylines here. Yeah, no, it wasn't the priority, you could tell. So he, the manager's like, whoa, you're from Rhode Island? That's what Pacey's fake ID says. Um, I'm from Rhode Island. Like, what freeway did you use to get here? And then they kind of, it seems like they're going to get into a fight, but then everyone's laughing and Pacey's drunk and Drew's drunk. So you, then you kind of think it's okay. And then the next time you see them, Pacey's in the back of the cop car. <laughs> yeah, he got arrested. Yeah. For being underage? Well, they served him. Yeah. Feels like at that point, they should have been like, you know what? You guys just leave and we'll call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Deputy Doug, Drew's puking also, by the way. And then Deputy Doug <laughs> is there to save the day. What a puss. <laughs> um, Doug tries to give him some real tough love. And it's like classic Doug. He is kind of being a dick. Like, well, you already proved you're a loser. Do you want to be at the town drunk too? But I also think it's not the worst thing in the world for Pacey to get a little bit of tough love because he's throwing himself a little pity party because he didn't do senior ditch day for whatever reason. He Joey's made it very clear that she's not going to break up with him. Yeah, he's there's nothing wrong with going to community college like you're fine, dude. Just chill. You need yeah. a little tough love from your brother to be like, pull your shit together, dude. Yeah, you're fine. Your life isn't terrible. No. And it is it is sweet. Like Doug. Pacey, Doug's trying to kind of give him a little, you know, like, buck up. And uh, Pacey tries to literally start a fight with him and, like, shoves him away. And uh, Doug just, like, pulls him into a hug. Very sweet. Yeah. And then Pacey pushes like, him away. This is all I have. And it's like, what, a <laughs> nice life? A nice, normal life? Is that... Just because oh. you're not going to college? Like, <laughs> you're, you're also... You didn't even care about college. Like six months ago. Yeah. Your whole life is ahead of you, Pacey. You are a handsome white man. You will be fine. And then we've got the real episode. Jen and Joey. This is where the shit goes down. So we start with Jen in therapy, telling her therapist that the song Sweet Jane is stuck in her head. Um, Yeah, that's random, but it's a good song. Very sad. Well, Jen's a sad character right now. Sad girl Jen. And it's, that is a flash forward. So we've got Jen telling her therapist that flash for, that sweet Jane is stuck in her head. And um, then all of a sudden we're at Grand Central Station and Joey is giving a rundown of all the things she wants to do while they're in the city. She wants to do a lot. And she doesn't even talk about black and white cookies. Uh, Joe. Are you too good for a black and white cookie? What are you, too good? <laughs> You're not too good. The black and white cookies are too good. I'm telling oh, you what. They are. They're it's so up. good. And yeah. you know what? I only, I prefer the chocolate side, the black side, um, even though they taste the same. I'll tell you what I like to do. But. I like to eat one side, mostly. The other side, mostly. And then get, I basically end up with a bar where each bite is both. Oh, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, yeah, I like that. You. I like that method. Thank you. So, you know, it's a little something I invented called the, <laughs> um, uh, but one side, then the other side, then both. Doesn't quite roll off the tongue like I thought it would, but we'll work on it. We can workshop it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, my favorite part of this episode is that anytime we cut back to New York, we get grainy, quick, handheld shots that are so cheesy and mm-hmm. so like, this is New York, Park Avenue, I heart New York t-shirts. Yeah, it's very like if Rent made it onto TV. Yes. 
Yeah, because it, it, it's very like Lower East Side. Here's where all like the artists live in this cafe. We're going to go here. Yeah, it's very edgy. <laughs> you feel like, uh, you know, you're the voice of the tri-state area. Sure. Some some say that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Did you feel like um, things were represented well? I don't know. I mean, it was the 90s, different time, I guess. I mean, at least they actually shot in New York. It was not the 90s. It was 2001. Man, oh, sorry. if you think about the fact that they never traveled on this show, right. very rarely traveled on the show, and then shot in New York in like March. Yeah. Wild. That's, it's not that wild to those who work in New York. <laughs> no. Yeah, true. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, in my head, it really meant something special. Yeah. Uh, Joey introduces, no, that's not true. Uh, Jen introduces Joey to her friend, Typo. Cool. It's like a cool artist's name. Typo. Sure, sure. He seems like such a fucking prince. Yeah, he seems, he, he reminds me a lot, and I'm not saying this because he's black. He reminds me a lot of Bodhi because he has that like very nurturing, like, hey, come in, who's your friend? Yeah, energy. And Bodhi's yeah. very nice. So don't come for me. I'm not saying that just because he's another black character. The only yeah. other black character. <laughs> the only other black character on the show. Um, no, I agree. It's just, it is the same energy of like, just get in here. Yeah. Welcoming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think the nail polish got to my head. <laughs> I think a little bit. You want to open a window? No, it's too cold. We are in different climates. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so they're talking to Typo. Jen or Joey's like all wide-eyed and grinning this whole time. She's so excited. She's so excited to be in New York City. Um, then they start talking about the idea of Jen moving back. And Typo's like, yeah, you're going to move back. Fucking yes, because we miss you and we love you. And Joey's like, yeah, I cannot imagine why anyone would stay in their hometown. Jen, you have to... Wait a minute, this is your hometown. Whatever, it doesn't matter. You have to move to New York. You mm -hmm. got to get away from Cape Side. <laughs> got to get out of here. And you can see that Jen is still kind of on the fence. And then uh, after their lunch... Jen finally tells Joey that the reason, the real reason that they're in New York, which is that Jen needs to talk to her dad and square things away. And on that, she tries to send Joey away so Jen can deal with it on her own, but Joey won't let her. She's like, I'm coming with you, bitch. Because they're, they have friend Kim again. Their friend Kim has returned. Dun, da, da, da. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. And then act two, uh, Jen's going to go confront her dad at work. Seems appropriate. Uh, Joey's like, hey, man. Maybe we can just take like a like a beat. Let's a take second. a five. Yeah. And really think this through. <laughs> yeah. Let's huddle up. Let's huddle up in here. Real <laughs> Joey, quick. Well, Joey's just looking out for herself because she's like, this is about to be so awkward for me. So I just really <laughs> want to wrap my head around being the third wheel to this like big family trauma. <laughs> and also I had a to-do list. <laughs> also, like <laughs> we're in New York City, baby. <laughs> I want to go to Central Park. I want to go where the tourists don't go. I want to go to Times Square. Yeah. Like, I heard that there are people who walk around in costumes in Times Square, and we don't see that in Cape Side. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, there was, I was promised a naked cowboy. <laughs> that man smelled really bad in the summertime. There is no doubt in my mind. <laughs> yeah. I never got close enough. Oh. Um, but I don't have any doubt. Why were you that close to the naked cowboy? I don't know. I grew up in New Jersey. You just went to New York all the time. Yeah. I, 
I live in LA and I see the characters all the time. I don't go near them. <laughs> I don't know what I they smell know. like. I, t- I assume they smell terrible. I cannot imagine they smell good. One time I, guess- I was in the city, I guess I was young, and we saw the naked cowboy. We went up and talked to him and he <laughs> was smelly. I don't know. I have a, now that I'm really talking this out, I have more questions, not about, not about your interactions with the naked cowboy and your love affair, but, um, why, why, why was that what he did? Oh, I don't know. I mean, for attention, it worked. Everybody knew who he was. Yeah, that's true. He wore a little like, um, undies. Yeah. Little chones. Um, so they, uh, they go into the bathroom. I think that Jen pukes. She's like kind of wiping her face and uh, runs out of her mouth like she may have thrown up yeah they're kind of playing it like that yeah which um, like if this is your reaction to seeing your father perhaps you skip it yeah i don't know i think what do i know I, I don't have any issues with my dad oh my god congrats <laughs> yeah thanks it feels great in in the restroom jen tells joey how when she was a kid she hated capeside she was terrified of Grams. She was like, did you know that Grams used to be very racist? I didn't oh. like that. I didn't want to be around that energy. Um, so whenever they'd visit, she would just get really bummed out. She didn't want to go. So one time they were supposed to go, just her and her mom. Dad was going to stay home. Her and her mom um, were going to go to Cape Side. They got all the way to the train station. Jen threw such a fit that when they were about to board the train, mom said, just stay in town for the weekend. And there's more to that story, except for uh, some lady walks into the bathroom and instead Jen and Joey get led into her dad's office. They scoot. He has a fancy man's office. He has a very classic rich white man in the early aughts job, which is Mm -hmm. unknowable, but Mm -hmm. lots of money. But he wears a suit, so he's got to be important. Yeah. He also, when he sees that Jen is there, he's like so happy and wraps her in a hug. And then he's Jen... Joey, one of them says like, oh, I got into college and he like cancels his day, gets the finest restaurant reservations. So he is important enough to cancel a whole day. Yeah. He's like, the meetings don't matter. My kid just got into a university. I don't know if she's going to go there, but she got in. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. His daughter just got accepted into the university of new york yeah not to be confused with new york university though different one is clearable the other is not (laughs) yeah basically (laughs) um let me get to the restaurant oh his name is theo by the way i like that name oh you like the dad no i like the name (laughs) (laughs) did we just get in a fight (laughs) No, 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 no. Sooner go to Lizzo by myself and be in a fight with you. That's actually that doesn't count because I would go to Lizzo by myself just to fucking go to Lizzo. Anyway, um, so Theo, they go to the restaurant. Theo orders uh whiskey for himself and a Shirley Temple for Jen. Sweet Theo. I know. Jen. Also, can we talk about grenadine? I knew you were gonna bring it up. Let's hear it. What'd you learn? Grenadine, no cherry at all involved in the process of it. I literally thought it was just cherry syrup. So did I. But it's the stuff that you buy is just corn syrup. And then I learned this fact on TikTok that um, you can make it yourself with pomegranate juice. Pomegranate juice, sugar, and orange flower, orange blossom water, orange flower water, whatever. It's a bar thing. 
that I happen to have. And so I made my own. And it tasted great. I'm sure it did. There you go. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Because even when I was like a waitress or server in a restaurant, people would ask for like cherry Coke or cherry Sprite. I would just throw grenadine in it and be like, here you go. Apparently that was wrong. The first ingredient (laughs) in the grenadine that you buy, like the the main brand grenadine, the one that everyone has in all the restaurants and everything, the first ingredient is corn syrup. That's what soda is, really. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, um, Jen would never drink a Shirley Temple anyway. Not unless there was vodka in it. Oh, dirty Shirley drink of the summer. (laughs) Give me a dirty little Shirley. Never mind. (laughs) What was that from? It's a. <laughs> I really hope that was from something. It's a TikTok trend where they go, "Can I order a dirty chai, please?" And then the next take, it's, "Can I get a dirty little chai?" And then the next take is like, "Can I get a dirty slutty little chai?" And then it just goes on and on and on. <laughs> so every time I order a dirty chai because I like them, I'm like, "Can I get a dirty little slutty chai?" <laughs> and what does the barista think? I haven't had the balls to actually do it yet. But in my head, I say it, and that's what matters. That's where it matters. <laughs> Gets a laugh 100% of the time. Always. Oh. Um, Joey, um, so they're talking about college. Joey says she's thinking about Boston for college. And Theo goes into this monologue about how great New York is. And it's very romantic. And he talks about it like it's a romance. How, like, sometimes you love it, and you fight, and you grow together, and it's always there, and it's very romantic. Have you ever in your life felt this way about a place? Um, like uh, like an unabashed love for it? Just love, but like in love, love. Like you love Jersey. You're the voice of the tri-state area. Sure. But like an unabashed romantic love. Yeah, no. That's a weird thing to feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you? No. I feel like you might. Oh, really? Not even Disneyland? No, I you I'm too dead inside to like love <laughs> like that. <laughs> I love people, but I'm so deeply broken that the idea of loving a place like that seems so crazy to me. Yeah, because it's something that can't love you back. Well, then maybe I should love like that. Seems easier. Hmm. Um, and then uh, in the middle of the meal, Theo has to rush back to the office, and then like a little tornado of emotions. He's out of there, leaving poor Jen in the wake. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go, gotta go right now. And I don't have to go right now. Nice. <laughs> uh, act four. This is when we get uh, Joey and Jen on the roof, pointing out all the different buildings, including the World Trade Center. Cool shot. Yeah, it's beautiful. Be- beautifully shot. But New York yeah. is such a beautifully shot city. Oh. Really you know where else is beautiful? Los Angeles. Yeah. No, it is. It is. It is. I'm looking at palm trees right now. I know. I'm saying New York looks beautiful on film. I'm not taking anything away from Los Angeles. Los Angeles looks like Bluebell, Alabama on film. (laughs) (laughs) Except for Montreal. (laughs) That's an excellent joke. (laughs) <laughs> multi-layered joke I like you. we are a crossover show yeah we are um, no Bluebell Alabama is a show okay no <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know Rachel Bilson 
America's Sweetheart, Rachel Wolf? America's Sweetheart, yes. Yes. She, her thing is that she's a cardiothoracic surgeon with terrible bedside manners, but she eventually learns better bedside manners and she brings bagels. I brought bagels. Wait, this show sounds familiar. I thought it was, um, I must be getting it confused with this show on Netflix called Virgin River. <laughs> is it not the exact same show? Um, it is the origin story for Virgin River. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. 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 Yeah. Cause Tim Matheson's in it too. Yeah, that's how you know that it exists in the same universe. Uh, we're very inside baseball at this moment. Like only, oh, only man. like a quarter of all of our listeners. Rachel Wilson uh, and Alexandra Breckenridge both listen to this show, though. So we're fine. Okay, cool. That's, you know what? That's slander. I don't want to do that to them. I don't want people thinking they listen to this. That's slander. They'll sue us. Uh, I'll tell people to listen to this one. Great. Because <laughs> this is a real stellar episode. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's one of our best. (laughs) Um, Where are we? Oh, they're on the roof. Um, Then Joey's like, hey, finish that story. It seemed really traumatic. And you were in the bathroom (laughs) and we finished puking? Why don't you finish that one? Yeah, like the vibes feel like we should go jump right back into that. Yeah, we're all on top of a really tall building. You want to tell me about your first deepest trauma? Perfect. (laughs) Uh, um, So Jen continues the story and says that she spent the weekend wandering around the city. By herself. She didn't even go home. Joey's like, where'd you sleep? First night, she slept in a parking lot. Next night, she slept in the VIP room of a club. And then the last night, she slept in the dorm of a guy that she met at the bar. Before all that, though, she did go home, like, for a minute. But then doesn't say what happened. Said she's like, I have to go. Joey's like, no, I know. She knows that Jen needs to finish this thing with her dad. Now she's walking away. Joey's like, I feel like we're never going to see you again. The train leaves at 11 o'clock. Are you going to come back? She's like, we'll see. I remember this when watching this scene when Joey says, I feel like we're never going to see you again. I just really loved that moment. I don't know. I don't quite remember why it really made me be like, oh, it just felt really authentic. And it was just. And I don't know. It was very poetic. It was a poetic moment between the two of them, because I think Joey is coming to the tr- realization that she really actually might not see Jen anymore, but she'll still be there for her no matter what. You okay, buddy? Do you need to, do you need to go to the bathroom and throw up? <laughs> no, it's okay. I just <laughs> gag when I get sad. So she leaves. Did you feel like maybe she wasn't going to come back? Knowing our history of the writers um, <laughs> ignoring Jen Lindley for episodes on end, yeah, I thought maybe we wouldn't see her for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, she went to go see her dad, who is whiskey drunk and passed out in his home office. And she finished this story that she started to tell Joey, but couldn't tell her, which is that when she did go home before she fell asleep in a fucking parking lot, um, she found her dad sleeping with Annie, which is their downstairs neighbor's daughter, who was like 18. She says she was probably my age. So we're talking about an 18 or 19 year old. And she saw her dad have sex and not only that, so immediately her dad's like that is your misunderstanding that's not what happened you need some real help you're making all this up um all this kind of stuff we then learn that he knows that she saw them having sex and that is why they sent her away to cape side <laughs> he used everything else as an excuse her being raped turned it around made it seem like she was a bad kid 
then used the fact that she knows that he is uh, cheating on his wife with a child. Use that as an excuse to send her away. Poor Jen. So traumatic. Yeah. Real shit dad. Yeah, Theo. I mean, dads on this show, they're not great, except for Mitch. Oh, yeah. Mitch. Yeah. But yeah, typically um, dads just aren't very well perceived on this show. Oh. Um, her dad is a terrible person. Don McManus, who played Theo, played the dad. Um, I liked that he, in this scene, made the choice to play it like, oh, I'm just waking up and I'm confused. I'm not going to admit anything, but I'm also going to gaslight you. Like, it's very mm. layered. Yeah. Um, performance. And uh, I, it's great. It was good. Yeah, he's a good actor. He's a chameleon. This Don McManus. He's been in a million things, including an episode of The West Wing called Two Cathedrals, which is an exceptional episode of television. Like, exceptional. Okay. Have you seen it? No. It is so good. Every time I watch it, which obviously is, obviously I watch The West Wing a lot. Um, I'm always like, oh, like this is going to be, uh, here comes Two Cathedrals. I remember thinking this episode was really good. And then I'll watch it and be like, fuck, it is. <laughs> Yeah, you should watch it. You don't okay. really even need to know much about the show. To I mean, the more, you know, whatever. Anyway, the point is, watch it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you don't even need to know much about, like, um, anything. Yeah, you, you <laughs> can be a real funny. fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, I mean, you don't need to have the seasons of information behind it. It adds it, gotcha. obviously. It adds I can watch to it, it as a one-off. Yeah. And still appreciate that it's really, really well done. Groovy. Totally. Uh, he was also in Mom. Ah, yeah, dude's a chameleon. Because as soon as he, I saw that it was Mom, I was like, oh shit, he was on Mom. A comma chameleon. No, a Donna chameleon. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, good night. Joke of the day. Joke of the day. Uh, then we end our episode on a sad little montage of all of our sad little friends. We've got Pacey coming home to study. I don't understand Pacey's storyline in this episode. Um... Dawson is sleeping. They are still stuck at the beach. We've got Dawson sleeping and Gretchen crying. Um, and then Jen showing up at the train station. Oh, I know. Joey's all waiting there for her. Like, I, I have faith that she'll show up. And then she does. And Joey gives her like this little like, hi, I'm here. Hey. And then they <sighs> hug. It's so sweet. And, then they, and she puts her little arm around her. And she's like, let's go home. Let's go get on this four hour train ride at 11 p.m. <laughs> you're gonna see sh some shit on that train let me tell you <laughs> um and then uh we end the episode on listen we know that her therapist not the right therapist for her but we've powered through this for her to make another terrible mistake in therapy which is that she has cracked open the door of the stuff that she needs to start talking about and then she's like well that's it i'm fixed right <laughs> It's like, no, if anything, we now know where you're broken. Now we can, you're out? <laughs> yeah, okay. we just really hit the tip of the iceberg here, Jen. But yeah. uh, you do you. <laughs> we need you to immediately come back, please, and go to therapy big time. Um, and that is the episode. There it is. Um, hang on one second. Somebody did not prep this document accordingly, Jennifer. Did not write down what the next episode is. Oh, God. I believe it's late. I can't believe we still have Jennifer as an intern. I, I honestly, I can't either. 
We're accepting applications for internships. You can slide into those sweet, sweet DMs. If you're, hey, hey, if you are interested in being an intern, send us uh, like a little school emoji. A little school emoji. And I want to know what your favorite section of the grocery store is. Oh, my God. I love that. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Next week, season four, episode 19, Late. Something I would never be in Eastern Standard Time. (laughs) Unless you'd be three hours late. (laughs) Or three hours early. Or not having any fucking clue. (laughs) Hey, with us. Yes, how may I assist? If someone wanted to ask you literally every single question about your thoughts on the Lizzo concert. Oh, yeah. Well, you have to wait till tomorrow morning because I'm going in. Okay. No, I get it. This is airing the next day. So hit me up. Um, Happy to talk about my girl Lizzo. I love her so much. I feel like I'm going to cry and there's going to be a lot of chest clutching. Anyway, you can find me at Instagram at Ashley Zaz. And that's it. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, no, I'm just flying. Uh, Kim. <laughs> yeah, but. <laughs> if, anyone yeah, wanted but. To, if anyone wanted to have a discussion with you about 9 11, um, <laughs> where could they find you? <laughs> oh, my God. You can find me at too soon. <laughs> um, what was your hand gesture just now? Did you have another? Wait, I. No, I thought about um, something that I saw on TikTok that I wanted to bring up briefly after you tell us your handles. Oh, at Kim Moffat on Instagram and Twitter. At Kim Moffat is here on TikTok. Talking ticks. So on TikTok, speaking of TikTok, I saw someone post something about 9-11 and they were like, when did 9-11 get the nickname 9-11? And it was obviously a very young person who wasn't around when it happened. And I was reading the comments because I couldn't tell if this question was a joke or not. And the people were actually answering and I was like, I can't tell if these answers are being sarcastic or not. But this is, is this something that people wonder? I feel like it just became. It's called 9-11 because it happened on September 11th. Yeah. I don't understand like, how people are questioning how 9-11 got its nickname. We are talking about 9-11 so much in this episode. <laughs> uh, it makes me want to get my eyeballs out. Anyway, where can you find oh, us on God. social needs? We don't have any of those. That's and we're about false. to get canceled anyway based on how much we talked about 9-11 today. Um, but we do have social media <laughs> needs and we are at Dawson's Darlings on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Really, really, really we would. 